Yes, yes. Welcome back again to another episode after a very long delay of Sneeze Rhymes in Life. I am your host, Lionel McDonald. So some people have asked, where have I been? What's happening with the podcast? There hasn't been one since June. Well, took a couple different fronts here. So decided to really try and enjoy the summer. Obviously, we had our ups and downs with, with COVID, although I think we're in a better place. Um, my, myself, personally, myself, my wife, my daughter all have had COVID in the last two months, and we escaped it literally for over two years. Uh, football season started, a lot, lot of things happened. So, um, And then I think I just need the break. Um, the podcast, for those that don't know, it's a grind. Uh, so whether you are someone like me, you may have a team. Um, but a lot of it I do myself. Um, so whether it is uh, specifically looking at the editing and the cutting, obviously finding the guests, creating the questions and uh, the dialogue that will happen, um, it's a big, big job and uh, needed a little bit break. But as we roll towards the winter months, I feel more and more that I'm in a better place to uh, to get back in the uh, get back in the booth as we call it and um, and and let's get going and crack it on this podcast. So appreciate you all. Thanks for those that have reached out, shared that they've listened to the podcast, have enjoyed it. Um, but I really, I, again, I do it for me. I, I don't really do it for anyone else. If you enjoy it, hit the subscribe button. You know, show some love, share it with some friends, but. Um, I really am doing it for me and for my for my well-being as I'd like to to share and talk and and, and, and and you know talk about interesting topics. So uh good to be back behind the mic. And um yeah, we're gonna keep it rolling right now. So lots of things that I, I think I will talk about in the upcoming future. You know, obviously we're rolling towards holidays with so some big sneaker releases so that will be an upcoming episode um the, the the hot ones for holiday um you know we're also approaching episode 100 so hope to have a very special guest on for that particular episode um to be some great new music out in the uh, the hip-hop world so that will definitely be um something that's uh going to be an episode in, in the near future but uh, where I would like to start, and really the focus, I guess, for today's conversation, as I just kind of pull up my notes here, is, I, I guess, call it the world of masters and who owns what and what does that look like. So, you know, um, you know, we've heard lots about hip hop artists as of late. Um, so, you know, fast forward, rewind back to my last episode, we had a, I had a really interesting discussion on finally seeing um, Blackstar re return and after, geez, almost 20 years, come out with an album. Um, and they decided to launch it on the same pro, pro, um, platform as uh, Taleb Kweli's um, podcast uh, called Luminary. So that's, it's where it's available now. It's exclusively available there. It hasn't gone to Apple or Spotify or any other means of listening to the album. So it makes you wonder why, why go that route? Why distribute it? And it's just like, and you know, I think Kwali's perspective is you don't get a lot of money. You literally get shavings of a penny if you, you know, you're waiting for Apple to give you, you know, 
dollars on downloads. So made me think, and that was an interesting piece that, you know, now has kind of come back to the forefront. So this is a great segue or continuation of, again, the, the, the Black Star episode uh, that I, mo I, I lasted about four months ago. And what you will now notice um, that has hit the news recently is MC Search um, is selling his stake in the catalog of particularly, most notably, the first two albums of arguably the greatest MC ever, Five Mike Assassin, Nas. So it was written, which was his second album, and obviously the critically acclaimed um, Illmatic, MC Search, after holding um, a stake in the, the publishing for this, particularly Illmatic, which is almost it's 28 years old, and he's held publishing for that period of time. It was written was two years later, so literally it's 26 years old. But he's decided, and I'll, I'll quote, I've decided to sell all rights, including the global rights uh, shirts, MC Search shared. I, I started conversations with several companies a few months ago. For 27 years, it provided my family through good times and bad. Now it's time for another chapter. So, you know, MC Search shared that this album in particular, you know, or the two albums in particular probably get downloaded 250 million times every year. That's how long, how, how often they're streamed. You know, and we know that Illmatic is a five mic album, you know, really changed hip hop in, in 1994, along with a few other albums. It's widely regarded as the greatest hip hop album, maybe the greatest collection of producers ever on one record. Um, so that's where we're at. That's, he's made that decision. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, the album, um, you know, has, is, you know, also charted, we talk now about it was written, it charted on the Billboard um, uh, 200, I think it was the number one hit, If I Ruled the World with Lauren Hill that he did back in 96. Um, but this is now a growing trend of people selling, selling publishing or their stake in publishing, we're trying to buy back their masters so they have control. So, you know, most recently we haven't seen anything called any streaming platform, but we know that De La Soul recently got their whole catalog back after years and years and years of not having a share and not really seeing the, uh, the fruits of their labor. So, um, you know, it's very interesting that now this is the case and we've now, we've seen Search sell his share but it is it is began becoming a growing share or term where we're talking about owning your masters and, or or your publishing or not because that's how you get royalties that's how you get money so someone wants to use your song for for a video or they want to use it for a commercial you get you get a royalty check if you have a share of your publishing you know go back and look at even most recently there's been multiple controversies with Beyonce's most recent album, where people have pointed to say, well, she didn't sign the correct agreement or the proper documents are not in place for her to use um, parts of her song. I think it's Alien Superstar, um, which is a track, I think it's like the third track on the album. Um, and she uses I'm Too Sexy, which is a reference to the Right said Fred song from like the the nineties. I'm too sexy for and you know they kind of it was a big hit at that time, but 
she says she went through all the per paperwork. You know, she even they gave them writing credits on the song. But now there's this controversy. So having control of your masters and having control of of how your your art and your music is used is so critical to artists. That's why so many artists like Master P have gone the the uh, independent road. Look no further than. Um, uh, many of the out the artists uh, from from the south, you know, and how you know Baby and uh, obviously uh, his whole crew with um, uh, with Wheezy and and all these guys, and now he's you know has his own company where Drake and Nicki Minaj are all under that uh, that umbrella. But it's so important to own your master. This is why Wu Tang has, and that's going to be another episode. But why Wu Tang has so much inner fighting right now? It's all about money and who owes who owns what and when the when the, someone asks to use a certain piece, who gets credit and who gets money for when the the art gets used in a different way? So, really interesting that they shared, but you know, did a little research, um, heard some pieces. So when you own part of the publishing for an album, you own it for like thirty five years. Then people can go ahead, and that contract is terminated, and then other people can go and repurchase it or purchase that publishing so when you kind of get to the end of your tenure it's probably wise that you try and sell your share to to recoup some of some type of money on that basis you know you think back to um most recently seeing a, a an art or um a interview with Shaq and first thing he says you know you know who owns Elvis Presley or who owns a stake in Elvis Presley I do so Shaq is involved in the Elvis Presley, uh, call it conglomerate. So every time they use his likeness or the Shaq's getting cut. So like this is passive income that Shaq has and many others have as you've invested in a certain artist. You know, that's why Jay-Z is, is was one of the widely regarded as the richest artists in the, uh, in the culture of hip hop because he owns everything. He owns his masters. He owns the people that are under him because they're undersigned under Rockefeller Records. So that is kind of a place that you, you want to work with. We know even artists in the past won't work with another artist unless you own the publisher. Prince was notorious for saying, hey, would love to work with you. Do you own your masters? Do you own your publishing? No, can't work with you. I'm out. Um, so that it's a really interesting fact that they've gone ahead and sold that. But I think also you need to realize that, you know, I think in the case of Nas, Nas is eventually knowing his wealth and yes, his his story, you know, it was well documented on uh, on on one of his albums that you are going to see because of now of Nas's wealth or generational wealth, he's going to come back and purchase his master. So he continues generation wealth for his family, for their grant, for his grandkids and so forth. So that time is coming. The time is now, hey, he can make a pretty penny without probably, you know, making, hurting any relationship. This is being MC Search and now selling his publishing and, and his stake in to It Was Written and Illmatic. But what are your thoughts? What are, you know, put them in the comments, share them with me on Instagram. But yeah, that's kind of where we're at right now with people buying and selling publishing. It's a very interesting topic. Not a lot of people know about it, but it's happening more and more at, than ever before. I think it's super critical that people understand it is imperative that you own what um, 
own what you're creating because it, it's going to ultimately give you um, a power of control over how your art is particularly used. So thanks for listening. Appreciate, appreciate all of you. I am back. You know, it was a shorter episode. We'll definitely get into some other things, but Sneeze Rhymes in Life, it's back. We'll talk to you on the next episode. Peace.